0: All right,
1: recording. What? Right.
0: Welcome everyone to Han Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual are Scott and Alex. Say hello, guys.
1: Hey. Hello. <laughs> oh, that's right. I usually go first.
0: <laughs> and joining us today is special guest Mike. Say hello, Mike. Hi. All right. Welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about one of our uh, well, some of our favorite
1: movies from the '80s. Uh, leap Year So Alex Take it away <laughs> So as I mentioned before Good old Leap Year I was uh, I usually When I was a kid Spent my summers in Mexico In Tijuana Visiting my family And uh Tijuana Yeah One day we were Like bored Cause
2: Wait Alex, Alex Sorry let me jump in real quick uh, Okay what, what were the theaters like in Mexico Just out of curiosity
1: In Tijuana <laughs> Oh man First of all no matter and More Burrows. <laughs> no matter what the movie, there's always an intermission. No matter if what? the movie's What? If the movie's like two hours long or like an hour and twenty minutes long, there's always an intermission. Like but do they put it at a good spot? Uh not really. <laughs> it's pretty much just in the middle of the movie it'll start like get a nice like, cliffhanger yeah it'll start like winding down and the screen goes black the lights go up and the first time I went to the theater I'm like wait is the movie over I was like what's happening it's like no no it's just intermissions like what and all of a sudden like dudes like in a like in a baseball stadium come out like selling candy and stuff and all the kids just rush towards the front of the theater cause you know there's a big open space and they start playing like tag and start wrestling down there it's pandemonium. Do they sell <laughs> chicklets? <laughs> no, that's for gringos, stupid. No. Oh. In Mexico, we don't actually eat those things. They're poison. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, it's an experience. If you ever go to, like, at, any theater uh, down in Mexico, I'm sure there's nicer ones where they don't do that, but this was, like, I never know. downtown Tijuana. So, yep. So, anyways, one summer. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. On. One summer. along. Uh, we were bored, we were like, hey, let's go see this, uh, whatever, action movie. It's like, you like action movies, right? I'm like, sure, I love them. Okay. Uh, I think it was like around five or six or so. So naturally we went to see a rated R movie. Yeah, this movie was rated R? <laughs> I think so. Most of the <laughs> movies I saw <laughs> um, when I was five or six was rated R. <laughs> it, was, it was a joke. Of course this movie rated R. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry.
2: I think, I think this goes back to our whole parental supervision thing. But...
1: <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we just picked this movie out of the blue remember it was like pretty crazy a little bit of there was a little bit of you know 80s post-apocalyptic type of thing going on and some vision of the future but from the standpoint of the 80s somebody had a robot arm at some point
2: i'm I'm sure there was was probably somebody wearing like a trench coat and white sneakers or that that kind of thing (laughs) with the the zubas or whatever the (laughs) what were those pants
1: the parachute pants MC Hammer pants. Yeah. It, oh, but, but Zuma's right.
3: That's that's the real word for it because those were the things that we all wore at Fay Lane, right, Scott?
1: Yes. <laughs> they they all had in
2: elementary school. Everybody had like the. There was somewhere between tie dye and leopard print. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, it's weird. In the theater, they were playing Zulas too. <laughs> was it like World Cup in South Africa. <laughs> South mm-hmm. Africa. All throughout the movie. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, the scene that really, I don't remember much of the movie, but the scene that really stuck out in my mind is, like, the scuzzball henchman of, like, the main bad guy had, like, the main love interest, like, dead in his sights and stuff, and he was about to kill her, (laughs) but, like, out of nowhere, this oar just slaps him across the face, knocking him down, (laughs) I just remember thinking he was like what the hell is going on <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it was it was like the hero like came in just like right at the last second to save her life and then uh, Hail you know. Masters bitch is that the guy yeah <laughs> you picked this movie you don't even know the guy's name I barely re- I barely remember this movie and I wasn't about to IMDB it <laughs> Hail so Walk- Masters Hail Masters
0: If you look at the credits, it's actually Hail F Masters. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I
2: I feel like there should be like a... The third at the end of that too.
1: (laughs) Hail F Masters, Junior. (laughs) Hail Falcon
3: Masters. So when you're talking about the... the, Because I don't don't think I've seen this. I mean, because the the way you're describing it it sounds kind of like The Running Man. I mean, is it more like that? Is it closer to that or closer to... Blade Runner, which I guess everything is running in the future, right?
1: Well, I don't think it had the budget of Blade Runner. <laughs>
3: or the budget of Running Man. Or the budget of Running Man.
1: <laughs> okay, so, so it's,
2: it's... Yeah, no, I, I kind of remember it. It's more like Road Runner. Road Runner, Jesus. Road Runner. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> maybe, maybe you can that out, Alex. Uh, it's more like Road Warrior budget post-apocalyptic as opposed to Blade Runner post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, very... That's
2: what, Mike, I think that's what you are asking.
1: All the props were made out of found objects and shit, you know. Okay,
3: yeah, that's actually, yeah, that is, that was <laughs> my question, thank you. Uh,
1: but yeah, I thought that was, that scene where he gets, because this guy was like a real slime ball. So him getting his comeuppance and the fact that it just came out of nowhere, you know, knocking this guy's teeth out. I found extremely hila- hilarious and satisfying. So that's why it jumped out in my mind. And I'm pretty sure this guy had like a his character's name was along the lines of like Elan Slea's Bagano. <laughs> it was it was it was, was back from last week. Yeah, it was something like Scudnick or some something <laughs> like that. Something that's to just weird. make him look like, s- like a scumball. Which guy? The oh the evil guy? The yeah, bad guy? Yeah, the the henchman.
2: S- 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 Baltinsky or something like that <laughs> I don't
1: remember yeah
2: yeah I don't I don't, Shit. I don't know
1: he had like a really scummy name It was like uh, really but he lived up to it <laughs> that that was
2: oh man that was that was one of those guys I can't I'm usually really good with this uh, freaking guy he, uh, Danny Trejo That <laughs> no, <it> wasn't Trejo
3: <laughs> Trejo was in these years right <laughs>
2: No, he was he was in Die Hard and,
1: um... Wait, are we talking about Genghis Khan again?
0: <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think it was Al Lung.
1: Okay. Uh, no,
0: he's he's in the other part of the movie. He's one of the pirates on the island.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you're right, shit. Alex. It's not the...
0: It's not the not, Matt, oh, there yeah, not there were guy. pirates on this no, movie, were not there? Jeff, 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 are you kidding it, me? I can't yeah. believe
1: I forgot that. <laughs> yeah. Well, natural. I mean, the dude's carrying an oar everywhere. That's
0: why, why wouldn't there be pirates? <laughs> That's where he got the ore. Come on, you're not remembering. By the way, crossover moment. What's your favorite ore? My favorite ore is orcs. Mine's Bobby orc. Thank you, everybody. That's your hockey <laughs> joke for the podcast. Favorite or. Mine's an orc <laughs> Yo, Nice! Count it. Put it on the board.
3: Mike? Uh, mine's origami. Oh! <laughs> Alright. Winner. <laughs> Chicken dinner. Ugh.
0: Anyway, we're talking about Hellmasters yeah. or his lovely uh, lady interest. Where are we at with this?
1: Beat a song here. So yeah, after that, I guess they make their big escape. Uh, oh shit. No, that's right. The girl actually, like, that's who has the, the fucking robot arm later in the movie because the girl that he saves like gets trapped under some rubble
2: yes this is <laughs>
1: and, and then <laughs> that, has, it that does happen it's my Jenny yeah and then to save her they have to like cut her arm off or something didn't yeah, he hack so... it off with the ore? <laughs> <laughs> no. no 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 okay so no. so what happens
2: what happens is uh...
1: <laughs> oh shit that would be the best
0: <laughs> yeah he I... did
1: are you kidding me really
0: no, I thought it was trapped, and he, like, pried it off, like, he was kind of, like, it was under the rock, and he was just, like, I don't know what you call it, like...
2: Shit, Jeff. yeah.
0: <laughs> Jeff's right. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, he does, like, he
0: does. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then till boop. Oh, that's oh Lord. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah, so... That's
1: worse than Hobo with a shotgun. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
0: I, <forget. laughs> yeah.
2: I forget, I forget why, but they, they go to a city, and... I can't even remember uh, they're in a building, though, and it collapses, and yeah, she gets caught in the rubble, and he has to saw it off with, uh, with the ore. Her arm.
1: With Bobby Orr? He was there to <laughs> <Yeah. was there. laughs> yeah, Bo- Bobby Orr should <laughs> Luckily, it was in
0: Boston, because Bobby Orr was around. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Actually, I think it was in New York. But yeah, that's what happens. I, I'm starting to remember this movie now. Damn, gross. <laughs> and awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah,
1: that's as far as I remember. <laughs> uh... See,
2: shit. So, yeah, she gets the robot arm. Like, it was like a, like a Deborah Foreman t- type. Like, she... I can't remember her name. Um, but yeah, the Jennifer girl, the, the love interest. Yeah. Yeah, there, but there, there was another hot girl. Uh, She's like a scientist. And for some reason, she puts the robot arm on Jennifer. Like, like she shows up, like, right around that time in the movie, and she gives, like, a robot arm...
0: Um. Yeah, it's just one of the, like, the underground. So, if I remember correctly, Hale kind of disappears and he comes back and Jennifer's kind of saying, we got the, they're, it is kind of like Running Man, actually, now that you bring it up, Mike, and how they <laughs> have, uh, there's this whole underground things trying to go. They're trying to, like, build a system underneath and just try to come up at the end, right? And if I remember correctly, Jennifer contacts Hale and they go there and, and she's trying to do this thing. But then when the whole thing happens, one of her scientists, I forgot her name too, but she pretty much puts the... Uh, robot arm and uh eye too right because he has an eye patch and a laser eye
2: that's right yeah <laughs> the uh i forgot about i forgot about yeah, the laser <laughs> eye <laughs> oh god yeah you don't you don't learn about that until till later it's like towards the climax but i do remember the laser now spoilers
1: yes yeah, spoilers <laughs> uh jesus who makes yeah. these movies I don't know. Awesome people. I remember,
2: remember the yeah. So there so yeah there was there was a big montage where she gets the robot arm and they they all heal up and they do that well, they super got it. cool thing in the eighties where they do the gear up thing like from yeah, Commando
1: they train and gear up of course yeah yeah
2: and they they have like like an army or just like some mercenaries um, and yeah then after that there's a secret base uh, it was very Bond esque kind of
0: doesn't uh, she like Give him supplies. a doesn't she give like an HJ with a robot arm as a montage of <laughs> how, to, how to get just I, the right touch?
2: I, I, no.
1: I don't, don't, I don't worry. Remember it's that. Been, don't worry. It's uh, been
2: calibrated.
3: <laughs> yeah. I gotta. Sorry, I gotta jump in just because. I mean, it's. I can tell from everything you guys are saying. I can tell why. Because I was. I'm maybe the only person here that had proper parental guidance. <laughs> 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 I never would have been able allowed to watch anything half as bad as this. You missed out. You missed out. I I admit, I I, I cheated. I just looked this film up on IMDb while you're talking because what else am I going to do? And I just, I looked to see what else this guy directed and can you guys take a guess? Leap Year 2? I don't know. Leap Year-year? First letter's right. (laughs) Loaded Weapon (laughs) Oh, you're (laughs) fucking... (laughs) (laughs) You're fucking kidding me. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate you, Mike.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, boy. Explains a lot. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what What director is this? Because I thought Loaded Weapon was, was That wasn't the
3: Zuckermans?
2: <laughs> no, no, those weren't Zuckermans.
3: Loaded Weapon 1 is the, the renowned Gene Quintano or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He wrote Police Academy 3, 4, and 5, but not 1, 2, or (laughs) (laughs) 6. That's super weird.
1: (laughs) Makes sense, too. No,
2: no, you know what? That does make sense, because by by that point, the writer was like, there's no fucking way I'm doing the third one. And by the time they got around to the sixth one, the guy was like, no. And then the sixth one, they go to Russia and fight Ron Perlman or something like that and play Tetris. (laughs) That's clearly and Christopher Lee.
0: (laughs) But now I'm disappointed. Why wasn't Michael Winslow in this? Every other crappy '80s no, star. Oh,
2: oh. <laughs> oh, and 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 lead there, uh, Yeah. Yeah, feel like I missed. Oh out well.
1: Oh shit! Oh, I think it was. It was, no, the the bad guy at the end gets clotheslined. <laughs> I think it was Roddy Piper that was playing Hale. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <I don't laughs> Matthews is Roddy Piper.
1: Well, the, there was a rule in the '80s that if you were a wrestler in a movie,
2: you had to finish off people. <laughs> <laughs> double over ham hander fist uh, clothesline body slams and what not
0: <laughs> I don't know if this is before or after they live um, it definitely is not as popular as they live but I don't
1: remember which came first
2: I want to say before
1: yeah I don't think I, Michael Ironside I, was in this probably wrong on that <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think Ironside was in this
1: or Keith David
2: <laughs> or Dave Keith <laughs> or, or David Dave Keith <laughs> yeah so Oh, that, that oh, I man. remember. This. They did another cool thing that I that I always love in the. I, this is kind of a trope for any movies, not just the '80s, but they have to show the main villain that that he can fight, but you can't have him fight the the good guys yet because there has to be the big showdown. So you usually have some scene where he's fighting a bunch of henchmen and kicking their asses. Um, oh yeah, during and,
1: like one of his training sessions. Yeah,
2: yeah, and he's usually like a total dick too. Like he's actually straight up murdering people in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> wherever the dojo that they're in of
1: course
2: uh, so yeah the, the main bad guy is is, is doing that uh, I, th- I think during the, the other big montage they kind of go back and forth it's kind of like a, a Rocky 4 where they're going back and forth between uh, Ivan Drago and Rocky fighting each other or, or gearing up where Ivan's getting steroids and punching stuff with numbers and Rocky's lifting up uh, wheelbarrows full of people and running up mountains
0: yeah, I can't believe we missed this in our first episode. This movie has more montages than, well, maybe not more than Rocky Four, but this movie has, I remember, like, at least three, Yeah, which yeah. is, uh...
2: It, it made good use of the, the montage. Yeah.
1: Take it to the limit. limit. I don't know if that was one of the montage songs, but I just... Whenever I hear montages, <laughs> it's it like garbage. Montage like, we need a
0: Montage. I remember the soundtrack is very 80s just like instrumental like yeah, it's almost it's not Lethal Weapon but it's like a lot of just guitar and well
2: I, I think it did one thing at the very end like in a Commando or Lethal Weapon where the final theme song had something to do with, with love or fighting for love yes. which has absolutely nothing to do with the movie but uh, oh no
0: his love for Jenny
2: that, that yeah I guess I guess that kind of makes sense Robot yeah. hand job means love. It's
1: <laughs> true. Very efficient. <laughs> Probably because that robot arm was made in Japan. No, they, Twelve strokes they, or less.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> they, they they did that that Sam Raimi thing with the with the robot arm like from Army of Darkness. <laughs> the first, on there real quick. Well, yeah, the first time you hear it, like doing all the
0: <laughs> kind of stuff, and then after that, it's good. <laughs> like it's got the silence mode on it yeah yeah yeah. yeah. or the watch and commando boop, boop.
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> they zoomed on the watch <laughs> for the next 12 hours or however long it's supposed to he be he
0: was sneaking up on a lot of people in his mission with <laughs> yeah. his every
1: second beeping by <laughs> uh, alright well I can go we would probably go all night with this freaking movie but moving along Jeff what do you got
0: what's your list well, before we go to my list, I just want a couple more things that I'm as we're listening to this. So just the, just the sheer violence of this freaking movie and that goddamn ore, like that thing, it makes no goddamn sense. He hasn't been the entire. I mean, I guess it's, it saves him. It it's saves him on like, the island.
2: It's not even metal, right? It's just wood,
0: right? Yeah, it's a wooden ore that he find when he the very beginning. He's like on the island and it's just there next to him, and he uses it to escape. And
2: uh... I think. He the the final the final fight uh, I, I can't remember it but he I okay. remember him like beating the, the final bad guy with it and that's and it actually breaks at that point like he swings like this thing that he's been using to like lift up thousands of pounds of rubble and to capitate people like <laughs> sever spines and bones <laughs> like all of a sudden it, it breaks at the very end just to show how hard he swings it and like I, I vaguely remember the bad guy getting. Smacked with the ore into some lava. I, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't know why there was lava because I think the, their secret base, or whatever they go to, is in the middle of the desert.
1: Don't uh, try yeah. it. I have the high ground. Yeah,
0: kind of thing. was the guy? What was the guy? So the count, right? The count turned into Darth Vader at the end, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like count. That was his name. It was stupid. This movie's awesome, but yeah, he decapitates that pirate in the very. That was one of the best ores ever, besides
3: Bobby, like I mentioned before. But now I might have missed it. But was there any relation to the for, between the title and the plot? Yes, and we <laughs> kind of uh, yeah, like kind do- of skipped over it. The but... doomsday
1: device was going to go off on February 29th. Yeah, oh, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. If, if Alex says so,
2: <laughs> I don't remember.
0: No, um, Alex is right, unfortunately. But yeah. <laughs> so it's, so
3: it's, it's as literal as possible. <laughs> yeah.
0: Leapier. There was like some kind of a plot in this movie, but it was freaking terrible. And, and that's what we're talking about. Just the violence and the montages. And, but yeah. some The Count, as we mentioned before, he has some plans of doomsday device. Leapier. I don't know. I mean, I guess at the time when you had to make Halloween and Silent Night, Deadly Night and I don't know what other holiday movies there were. You, you know, had to make a leap year. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it feels
2: like, a, like if you took Escape from New York and stripped like three-fourths of the budget like, and made it way more violent and had it directed by a nobody, and then you would, get, you would get leap
0: year. All right, crossover moment. Hopefully this is not stealing from any of your guys' lists. But favorite movies based off of a holiday. Damn so it, does yeah. holiday
2: have to be in the title?
0: No, it doesn't have to. But uh, this is not my own, but an example like Leprechaun, right? Based off of Leprechaun, St. Patrick's Day. I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, <okay.
0: laughs>
2: I, I, I guess that's loosely based. On St. <laughs> I know.
0: Maybe that's a bad example. Independence Day, or okay. Exactly the name. <laughs>
2: I think Christmas stories come
0: up before, so. I won't say
2: that
0: one. Halloween's an obvious one, but I won't use that. Yeah, Star Wars—that's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Holiday special. Yeah, life day. Happy life day. (laughs) Happy life day. So mine's gonna be a cheat. Mine's gonna be the trailer for Thanksgiving and um (laughs) and grind the Grindhouse movie. Thanksgiving, (laughs) white meat, dark meat—all will be served. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving.
2: That is good. That's 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 the best thing that Eli Roth has ever done. <laughs> was that Eli Roth? <laughs> that was Eli Roth. Yeah.
0: yeah. Nice. That has one of my favorite moments ever. Is that there's a bloody neck, his head decapitated, and Michael Bean like dips his finger in the neck blood, <laughs> puts it onto his tongue. Son of a bitch! <laughs> blood, or, or he goes, no, it's it's blood. And the other guy goes, "Son of a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Awesome.
1: Those Grindhouse
3: trailers were fantastic.
0: Alright, so I guess it's a bad crossover. Nobody has anything. No no, no I
3: got one, I got one. Uh, the, right. the f- fugitive. Uh, that's St. Patrick's Day. That's right. Yeah. It's,
0: escapes in the Parade. Right, exactly. Green River. Alright, not really what I was going for, but I'll accept
1: it since nobody else <laughs> had an answer.
3: Well you guys already said Christmas story doesn't count. That's my favorite, so I said it. Star Wars holiday special. Yeah,
1: Star uh, Wars Holiday Special. Well that. Alright. Happy Life Day. Happy Life Day.
3: <laughs>
1: God damn it. <laughs> hey, look look at Lumpy.
0: If Hail Masters uh, were you here, you'd have a uh, war up your ass right now. <laughs> I'm just telling you that right now. Uh, Hail fucking Masters a Third. Okay, how,
2: <laughs> this, just off the top of my head, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I enjoyed Elf. Elf there is you go. funny.
0: Elf is good. No one said Groundhog's Day. Oh. Mm. Oh, wow. Change my name. That's my favorite. <laughs> no one said passion of the christ <laughs>
3: <laughs> kind of like reverse order yeah
0: <laughs> that's like the, that's like the prequel to easter not actually i know <laughs> <laughs> Fine, ben Hur.
1: <laughs> drink up judah ben Hur.
2: you truly are the king of kings
0: <laughs> all right um I, I guess we are we done with this we mentioned <laughs> yeah, Let's be done we, with mentioned, it. <laughs> we mentioned the violence, the bloody oar, and, yeah, and the, the love song at the end with the broken oars floating in the water and all the bodies. And Hail, Hail McMasters. Hail McMasters. Hail <laughs> Masters.
1: Brothers to the bone, eh? <laughs> Hail McMasters. <laughs> yeah. No, not anymore. Everybody talks
0: like this in Tombstone. <laughs> all right, anything else? I guess it'll be my list since Alex uh, pointed yeah. to me. What's your list, so, Jeff? So I did. What um, is it.
3: <laughs> Tell us I your did,
0: list. I did characters for movies that have like body attachments at some point. Like so, she gets the eye and the arm. So I tried to come up with characters or stuff for movies that had that. So nice. Um, speaking with the Grindhouse, I'll stick with that. When um, was it, Cherry or Sherry? Gets the machine gun leg. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. That was really cool. She was really hot in that movie Rose, too. The... Rose McGowan. Yeah and uh, the machine gun, it makes no sense how the bullets are firing. She's not pulling a trigger or anything, but it's acceptable because she was hot, and I love that movie. Then uh, this is an easy one. Jordy from Star Trek with his eye implants, the next generation, I guess. Just to nerd this out, in the, hmm. the
2: later next generation movies, he actually gets eyes. Yeah. So, but He throws away
1: his father's eyes, just like Topper Harley. Yep. <laughs> Out into space. Just like Topper Harley. (laughs) Shoots him out of the airlock. (laughs) Uh, Moving along, I have
0: um, Alex. Probably one of his favorite franchises of all time.
1: Ash, Evil Dead. Hell yeah. Chainsaw Arm. And. uh, He did that? No, yeah, he did that one in Evil Dead 1, right? No. 2. Evil Dead 2. Yeah, Yeah, Evil Dead 2. 2. And uh, Army of Darkness. Yeah, that's when he switches it out for a metal it's, hand. It's freaking yeah. sweet
2: in Army of Darkness when the guy drops the chainsaw into the pit. And he jumps up. Yeah. And then it's
1: like freeze frame and just clicks onto his arm.
2: Like, there's no... <laughs> it just automatically clicks on him.
1: It was Mr. Pitt that threw it down the pit. It was. I can't believe you haven't picked uh,
0: a <laughs> movie yet for us to do, Alex. I know. I will. It will come up soon. It will. <laughs> um, this one here is for Scott... I'm going to have to go with Krieger from Archer and his – not Krieger. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Ray, Ray. And, his, Ray yeah. and his metal legs. Oh, God.
2: Uh, has, has anybody seen – is anybody up to date on Archer?
1: No. i got to get up to date.
0: There I'm, is a very
2: hilarious and inappropriate scene that involves Ray and Krieger this season. But Sorry. <laughs> go ahead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, just, yeah, his – I mean, everyone. I guess the whole – his enemy, by the way, now has all – what's the enemy's name in Archer? Otherberry. Other Barry, yeah, he's yeah. pretty much all robot now. Yeah.
2: And his ex fiance,
0: <laughs> exactly. Archer just keeps shooting people at will, so they all end up getting metal body parts and tinnitus. <laughs> and tinnitus,
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite gags, because it's you know it's a cartoon and it always happens in movies, but it's actually realistic that you know these guys would have hearing problems <laughs> after all the guns they fire.
0: Yeah, like over their heads and other people's heads and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then um, we mentioned this before, but I'm going to have to go with Chubbs Peterson from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Men oak. Real sturdy. Yes. Just but tap I, it in. I mentioned that before, but when he's pointing at Happy in the very beginning, and his arm is an extra two feet long while he's putting him in, touching him in the <laughs> chest. Oh, my God. I die every time. That's, that's and...
2: quality production value there.
0: Yes, it added. It made it way funnier than it actually was. Uh, my last one, you guys should be able to guess this one. Luke freaking Skywalker. Oh, damn it. I should have guessed that one. Yeah. To this day, I still, when I'm bored at work, I get a pin and I stick it out on my fingers like <laughs> I'm getting a new hand and I do it. it
2: gets. Hey. Hey. He gets a robot arm and a make out with his sister.
1: Look, Yeah. What about when Anakin gets his robot arm?
2: He doesn't yeah. get to make out with his sister.
1: Oh, he doesn't get Care to make
0: out with Duke. Luke's sister. <laughs> he makes out with his daughter instead. Ew. Ugh. Is
2: that Gross, what they Jeff. did in the in,
1: in the interrogation uh, room when <laughs> Vader takes that floating orb, Doctor
2: Ball? Je- Alex, that's that's in the sequel to A Nude Hope.
0: Oh, that's right. You guys have seen Robot Chicken with Doctor Ball, right? Yes. No.
2: Oh, man, the no. the Robot Chicken yeah, Star Wars specials are the best things ever.
0: Yeah, and that Ball, that Imperial whatever they call it, the interrogation droid. His name is Doctor Ball, and he talks like Bones, I guess, from Star Trek. Bones. God damn it, man! And he yeah, and he comes in and he just he's got this crazy accent. And he's just yelling at everybody. It's pretty hilarious. Doctor Ball. <laughs> and that's my list. Check that out. May the force be with you. Always.
3: Who wants to go next? Mike, you got a list? Alex told me to make a list of uh, movies where there's, like, sudden unexpected violence. Right? I just suggested that. Okay, so he told me, he at gunpoint, at Dr. Ballpoint, he told me to do this. (laughs) And then we made out, and I was like, but you're my dad. What? (laughs) That's right. So anyway, I couldn't. That was, I actually honestly think I, that was a good topic, but it was hard to think of anything where it's actually unexpected. Because, you know, in most movies it is expected. They show you the gun ahead of time and then eventually someone uses it. But there's a Chip couple bounce. times where it's, where it's unexpected, so yeah. I've got a few. Uh, in Barton Fink, the movie is mostly about writer's block. And then at, near the climax, there's suddenly this insane rampage where people are getting shotgunned to death and the hallways are burning. Because one of the characters is kind of Satan incarnate, and then in Mystery Men,
2: that was those Cohen brothers, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Barton Fink was Cohen brothers. They've uh, always got to figure out a way to get some excessive violence in, right?
2: And and like kind of a supernatural tint to it.
3: That's a very good point. There's all, most of their movies have some sort of supernatural slant, right? Wait, and then
0: that, wait, hold on. Is that the one, What's the one they did with uh, Brad Pitt? And, um, that
3: was oh, burn after reading. Burn after, burn after reading. reading. I was thinking about that too, yeah. but that one like you you that was kind of unexpected, but not as much as Barton Fink. So I just only wanted to mention. Yeah, that. Bar-
2: Barton Fink. Really, was John Turturro and John Goodman.
3: Yeah, John Goodman was
0: saving. Yeah, <laughs> I did not expect what happened to Brad Pitt in that movie. Oh yeah, no, that was great. <laughs> yes. but, uh,
3: shot in the face, <laughs> dude, and, and the way he's <laughs> just it was laughing grin. Yeah, that grin on his face. <laughs> <laughs> his face oh, explodes. Oh. <laughs> Lord.
2: (laughs) Who are you? NSA? CIA? Yeah,
0: you had that dumb look on his face and then just (laughs) That was pretty good. That was unexpected.
3: Um Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking of Burn after reading and then I didn't. So I'm glad you I'm glad you fixed my list. Uh, so the next one was Mystery Men because like that was the I love Mystery Men because it's kind of like The Tick and I love stuff like that where it's loser superheroes. And yeah, it kind of
2: turns the superhero trope on its head.
3: Yeah, and where where especially with the, the main cast cast of characters, they're they're big kids. They're like they think they're serious and they totally aren't. And so like even when the bad guys face them, it's usually not very violent. And then when they're trying to free Captain Amazing, his head gets turned into this horrible display of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, Lord, what is happening? That was so unexpected and terrifying and, and scarring.
2: Yeah, it was kind of funny that they're, they're the big hero, or they, they try to go out and be the big heroes, go to rescue Captain Amazing, and the whole time no one's taking him seriously at all, and they, they wind up killing Captain Amazing, spoilers. <laughs> and to, even the main villain who was Jeffrey Rush, who's yeah. Casanova Frankenstein, which is a great name for a villain. Uh, like he, Even he's like, whoa, I wasn't planning on doing that really, but whatever, i go with it. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was definitely unexpected.
3: Yeah. And then my last one, because uh, I just saw it. I admit for the very first – I mean I'm embarrassed to say it was the first time I've ever seen it was right before – recording tonight, was Pretty in Pink, where Ducky gets drunk and then just mur- murders the shit out of Andy's dad.
2: Oh, I don't remember that.
3: Okay, I made that part up, but the, I did see Pretty in Pink <laughs> right before we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the movie, so I was, I was set to believe you. Yeah, it's, it's, a John, it's a John Hughes movie, so it's not it, going it, to be. It has violent. two and a
2: half men's John Cryer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
1: Good old Johnny C.
2: No, 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 no. <laughs> How dare you? What, John Cryer? No, no. There's only one Johnny C, and it's not
3: John Cryer. <laughs> That's my best. I'm done. Ooh.
1: Might I call for a beer break? Anyone? Dry? Beer break. All right, yeah, beer break.
3: Drink. We're back. All right. Scott, what do you got?
2: Okay, so uh, following the final act of Leap Year, I pick movies that have secret bases or layers. <laughs> uh, so obviously, got to start with with James Bond. Most of the Connery ones had him. Most of the Roger Moore ones had him. Uh, I don't. I don't think any of the. I don't. I don't. Pierce Brosnan. They had the ice one. Uh, they had the secret ice base or whatever that was out in the. When they're racing the BMWs in the ice, which is retarded. But anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, the fa- favorite being from one of the Sean Connerys, You Only Live Twice, where he winds up on this Japanese island, and they have the final battle in the secret base on the Volcano Island. Mordor. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Mordor. Mordor. Uh, but not, not before... At gmail.com. Yeah. Not before that <laughs> site. That's how you would say it. Probably not. But anyways... <laughs> they, before they, they make the final attack Jeff at gmail.com <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry if I offended all our Vietnamese listeners Yeah, sorry Annie
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all, are
1: one, all one of them uh, I love how the guys are like Mr. Brown. we're going to train you In the Japanese art And we're going to train you how to look Like a Japanese Yes <laughs> so- That is the fucking line so they go through
2: this montage, and for starters, Connery's a foot taller than everybody else. They cast in this movie, <laughs> put those stupid Spock eyebrows on him. Yeah. They, oh my gosh! They dye the toupee he's wearing because Connery was wearing a toupee in all of the Bond movies. So they they dye the toupee he's wearing, give him this horrible fake tan, paint his eyebrows black, and have him <laughs> and have him wear one of those uh, like triangle hats. And all of a sudden, he's, you know, he's, gen- he's the genuine article. No one's going to possibly mistake this guy for anything other than one of the, the local Japanese fishermen. True. Uh, I
0: can tell. So Scott, I, you're totally mad. You expect yeah. me to talk.
2: <laughs> no, no, I expect you to die. So one of the, the best parts is... They, no, no one bothered to correct any of Connery's pronunciations on anything in that movie. So he's talking about... <laughs>
0: Like drinking sotfrydok. It's, like
2: it's Russian. Saki. Francis, it's Saki. I was drinking Saki at room
1: temperature, and they're all impressed. Saki, too to me, baby.
2: <laughs> so yeah, that's probably my favorite Bond movie too. Uh, just because it's horribly racist. Um, it's <laughs> it, the Connery Jap- being Japanese is just like one step to the to the left of Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. So it's, it's pretty hilarious if, if you find racism hilarious. Anyways, <laughs> the Saki Toomey actually brings me into my next one, which is Austin Powers, which is kind of paying homage to James Bond, obviously. But there's World? the secret layer in the first movie. Yes, I know. There's the secret layer in the first one, which is in Las Vegas, or outside of Las Vegas. And then they actually have the volcano layer by the third one. Are those and it's,
1: sharks with laser beams on their head?
2: Uh, we couldn't get the sharks.
1: No, by the end of the, by the last one, they actually did. Oh, yeah, I was, come on! I was, Scott. I, even I knew he was quoting.
3: The I know. I
2: I was I was going along with the bit from the first one when number two tells him that they don't have the sharks.
3: Yeah, I know you. I know. Were. this is this is me understanding that you ruined <laughs> Alex's setup. Thank you, Scott. No, you ruined my setup. I thought you
2: were setting up. I thought you were setting up the first movie.
1: It's gotta be it's your clearly, ball. I clearly I know. <laughs> it's gotta be your
2: Clearly, in the third one, I know
1: that that Scott <laughs>
2: provides him with sharks' lace beams on their heads. Anyway, I gave on. Alex the alio <laughs> and he mashed it against the rim.
3: sports. <laughs> this is the best episode I've ever heard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> moving along, moving along, moving along. Move along. Uh, in that same vein, I was going to mention. Our man Flint. Which is if if you only live twice was racist, like the most racist Bond, then in like Flint is the most sexist <laughs> uh, spy movie ever
1: with uh what's his name? You need you need another drink. You did drink a drink. What? Clearly he does. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Coupe, uh, so
2: stop,
0: stop ringing that bell. I can't concentrate.
2: <laughs> was, I, was I slurring there?
0: Alex was slurring. Oh. Okay. Scott, you're too easy to go off your game. Come on, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh,
2: in like Flint, incredibly sexist but hilarious. we you one.
3: trying to call up the, the James Coburn is what you were trying to call Yes, Yes.
2: Yeah, thank, thanks, Mike. I couldn't no remember problem.
3: his name for some reason. Uh,
2: James Coburn in like Flint. Moving along to Star Wars. That was full of all kinds of secret bases. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yavin? There was only that one moon that had a a space station on it.
3: That's no moon.
1: What? (laughs) That's
3: the Death
2: Star, which I was actually going to mention two seconds from now.
3: Yeah, the Death Star was secret in the third film.
2: Yes. See, Scott, that's how you alley-oop it. Boom. See, I could have I could have easily said, no, and then that would have been it.
0: Where is the rebel base? There we go. There it is. There it is. And Hoth. I was
2: going to say that. Hoth. Yavin and Hoth. Uh, the rebels are horrible at hiding their bases.
1: Yep. <laughs> no, because they fooled Ozzel. I mean, he was an idiot, but they fooled him.
3: Oh, oh, guess what? I mean, also, what's what was the first... <laughs> hidden rebel base that also got the lid blown we didn't even get to see it but we did see it get blown up in the first film Alderaan right rated and safest planet in the galaxy right
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah why don't they blow up into for crying out loud <laughs> fucking Ewoks and Jar Jar Binkstown what's it called Jar Jar Bink's Town. N- Naboo.
3: <laughs> Naboo Naboo blow that Naboo. shit up ah. You said you people gonna guy. die.
1: Methan uh, no have a boomer.
3: Not right, soon one enough. Of these,
1: I'm gonna
0: pick episode one one of these clearly, days.
2: Clearly, Jar Jar had oh. brain damage. <laughs> not that I necessarily want to talk to him <laughs> about Jar, Jar, but when you meet all the other Gungans, none of them act like he does. Even though he's raging,
1: you've <laughs> he never met his relative Aunt Jar Jar Mima. Pretty sure Anakin had more brain damage than Jar Jar did.
0: Yippee! <laughs> <laughs> Spinning's a good trick. Fuck you, George Lucas. All right. You can continue, Scott.
2: left. Okay. So, yeah, Star Wars, the the Metal Gear games are chock full of these secret bases. Oh, yeah. uh, the very first you sneak up into this base in the jungle and you make the guy feel asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Then Metal Gear Solid, though, is the, the real showstopper there. Uh, you show up in that
1: Arctic base, and you make your way through it, and it's awesome. Yeah, you gotta you go know. into this, uh, like, torpedo tube type of submersible thing.
2: Yeah, and they they fill you with the nano...
1: whatever. Spoilers. They, it's yeah. poison. Chrorians. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Fox die. Fox die. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. For some reason, that makes him older, but it doesn't kill him. Yeah. I, I remember that. <laughs> Fuck you, Hideo Kojima. <laughs> I, I remember that game being kind of a, a
2: game changer. It was back in the PlayStation era, yeah. era, and you know between that and maybe like Final Fantasy
1: VII, uh, yeah, just Fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah. yeah, Ocarina of Time. Those came out around the same time too. Yeah, oh, so yeah, the, it, it,
2: those were all like, kind of game changers, oh, yeah. and nothing new has come out since, pretty much. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember it being super cool. Like it, it was just nothing quite like it at the time, anyways. Um, so Metal Gear, which transitions to games.
0: Hold on, Scott. Speaking of games and bases, which game is all your base belong to us? I should mention that in your list. It's a Genesis game. Yeah.
1: Zero Wing, right? Yep. Yeah. Mike knew. Good job,
0: Mike.
1: Move along. Move <laughs> along. Continue. <laughs>
2: And then tying Metal Gear into Metal Gear.
1: <laughs> tying Metal Gear. You <laughs> you you need another drink.
2: <laughs> tying Metal Gear into another video game slash movie series. This is, hate you, Alex.
1: Goodies, Resident too. Evil. Oh. Resident right. Evil.
3: Oh yeah. This is Resident Evil. Resident Evil. <laughs> like every single game, right? Has hidden bases. Resident
2: Evil. So the first one, you show up at the mansion, which turns out to be a secret base. <laughs> in the second, second game, you go through the sewers, and there's a base underneath the town, a lab, secret laboratory. In the third one, I forget because I never played through that one. In the fourth one, you're on a secret island to begin with, and it, it kind of goes from there. So, and then in the movies, it's the same thing, much more elaborate. Uh, they're due for another one of those, by the way. That, That's true. I <laughs> would have thought that Resident Evil was gonna have the most successful video game movie franchise of all time
3: oh I know of all things so yeah they're (laughs) up to the
2: fifth they're up to the fifth one right now or is it the fourth one
3: they've done five I think yeah Yes, so
2: they're they're done with five and the fifth one only came out a couple years ago so
1: (laughs) Mila's only got a couple dozen left in her
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah the next one I had to guess would be the last one but who knows
1: who knows I think she's tied up in that ultraviolet 2 project
2: Ugh. What a flaming turd that was. <laughs> okay. Uh, we've talked about Big Trip and Little China. They have the whole secret lair underneath Chinatown, which is awesome. And then... It wasn't a secret uh, to me, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret to everybody, Mikey.
3: Oh, corrected. Then
2: there's... I don't know if this qualifies, but I'm going to toss that in anyways. And Jeff almost said it a minute ago. Goonies. I would... I would say where they have the ship parked would be a secret layer. <laughs> <laughs> they just parked it. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. One-eyed Willie's, like, okay, just right. back it I would, even, I would, like, say, okay. I it would even say, like, I mean, on a smaller scale in Goonies, even the uh, the money printing place under the busted up. That's right. Uh, For, there's the these really
1: disgusting people on. out there. They're Fratellis. Maybe you heard of them.
0: <laughs> i can describe all three of them
3: <laughs>
0: do you guys remember in vegas when i fund one one-eyed willie's rich stuff it was pretty it was pretty sweet <laughs> At brian's bachelor party we were freaking wandering around i win this liquor it was a huge liquor store it had like three stories and there were like wooden bridges and maybe i made this up i don't know no, but- it's epic <laughs> And I got lost from you guys. Next thing you know, there's like this pirate treasure and stuff. And I was like, I found One-Eyed Willie's rich stuff.
1: <laughs> and I showed some of you guys. I'm pretty sure they filmed part of uh, Leap <laughs> Year in that liquor store. <laughs>
2: yeah, I've, I've, I vaguely remember the, the One-Eyed Willie story. At least that that One-Eyed Willie story anyways. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! And then finally, The Matrix. You have Zion, The Last Bastion of Humanity and Raves. Zion, the
1: Rave Nation. Yes,
2: pleather, as far as the eye can see. Uh, they, they didn't have enough to make clothes, but they had enough to make pleather. And then, just because I'm talking about the Matrix, I wanted to bring this up. And Zion, why don't they have more EMPs? The EMPs <laughs> seem super fucking effective against the machines, and yet they have like four of them. Well, cause, Please yeah, explain this to me. They, have they, can, me- build, they can build mechs. They have the technology to build mechs and this whole underground
1: network. If they have EMPs, then the mechs won't work. Duh. Well I guess that answers that. <laughs> and, and an EMP will destroy other EMPs,
0: no? Right. I'm just Ooh. saying you could have Ooh. you
2: could have stationed them strategically.
3: Stationed. Yeah, they should. <laughs> I'm with you, Scott. The they gotta least. set them out
0: at the
2: very further least. out
3: so that they could like take out a bunch of them on their way to Zion. Also, no, no, I don't
2: know. I don't know that they established that EMPs will destroy another EMP either.
0: It's electronics. It's what EMP. It's not like they don't have to set that up. That's just science.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's mm-hmm. science. It's, it's like science. Well, they do.
3: it's it's like. But it EMP. wouldn't just. Dis- it, it wouldn't destroy the EMP if it's shut off. It's Probably just dis- not. Just, Probably just not. Right, right. I mean, you just have to <laughs> smartly have things be turned off, like how they turned off the ship.
0: Shut up, Mike. Yeah, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Had
0: to, You're putting holes in my theories. Stop it! Had to
1: <laughs> jack Neo off and then
3: set off the EMP. Well, isn't that wait? Isn't that one and the same? Yeah.
2: <laughs> the EMP worked in Ocean's Eleven.
3: It did. That's true.
0: And like every movie since, it seems like it's always happening in movies now. Okay. Thanks, Matrix.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that is my list.
0: Wait, Scott, I can't leave this list because you did not mention, meanwhile, the Legion of Doom. Come on. Super friends.
2: That is true. They had the Legion of Doom in the middle of a swamp somewhere. Yes. Le-
0: Lex, Lex Luthor,
2: super, super rich Lex Luthor decides he's going to set up base in the backwoods of Louisiana. I'm just saying, maybe maybe move that a little bit north into the hills of Kentucky or something. Right. It is in some place that isn't a swamp.
0: And their base looked like a Japanese version of Darth Vader. Like droopy eyed Darth Vader base. <laughs>
2: it, d- it, it does. Did look, it's somewhere yeah. between that and the Opera Hall in Sydney. It was a cross between those two. Mm-hmm. And, and Solomon Grundy and Lex Solomon Luther, Grundy won't pants, pants too. Pants too. Lex Luthor could. <laughs> you know what happened is Lex Luthor blew his whole wad building the Legion of Doom base, so he couldn't afford pants after that. That's true. It's very sad. That, that was <laughs> the whole scheme. They needed pants. You Lex Adam, was just upset he didn't have pants.
0: I had not heard of this Solomon Grundy guy until, like, two weekends ago, and Adam kept talking about him, so this is the second time <laughs> I've heard about
2: him. Solomon yeah. Grundy's awesome. Solomon Grundy want pants, too.
0: <laughs> Apparently one of the guys in the Kings looks like him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) Meanwhile, is that the guy from um, Too Close for Comfort and uh, Caddyshack, the voiceover? Meanwhile, Ted Knight? Uh, It could be. (laughs) I don't know. I'll look that up while Alex is doing his list.
1: My list consists of random violence that just made me laugh or chuckle in some way. One of the first ones that just comes to mind is from, I think it's Rush Hour or Rush Hour 2. Chris Tucker and Jackie are in, like... I don't know. Maybe it's like a, a day spa, but all the like Chinese, the triads are in there and stuff, and they're surrounded by Asian people. And then all of a sudden, like somebody kicks Chris Tucker in the face, and he just is, like taken aback. He's like, "All right, which one of y'all kicked me?" <laughs> he's just looking around because the kick came from like off camera, and like really nobody saw it. Another great great moment of just random violence is in High Fidelity. <laughs> I know you're going with this. <laughs> when uh what's his face? John Cusack is just fantasizing about uh telling Tim Robbins off and stuff. He's and getting his patchouli stink out of the store. And in one of them, he comes in, but this telephone just comes out of nowhere and smacks Tim Robbins right across the face and you can see like a, a couple teeth flying off. Oh man! And they just Jack Black and the other white dude and John Cusack just all <laughs> proceed to like beat the shit out of him.
2: It was it was like one of the one of the phones we all grew up with. You know, it it was a dial phone, but it was still pretty heavy.
1: And he oh, hits it, him with the whole thing, not just the the receiver. Yeah, those things were like that's heavy as like bowling balls and stuff. They're fucking <laughs> hefty. Yeah, he beats the ever-
2: ever-living shit out of Tim Robbins. It was awesome.
1: Next on the list is uh, <laughs> one of my all-time favorite Disney movies, Lilo and Stitch, where uh, Cobra Bubbles is outside in the doorway, and he's trying to explain to uh, Lilo's big sister about how she should, you know, straighten up and fly right, and she needs to get a job, and Stitch just kind of looks at Cobra Bubbles, snarls, like, for not even half a second, and, <laughs> and chucks the book that he has in his hand right in his face in the middle of one of his sentences. It's one of the freaking the funniest things I've ever seen in film. Boom! I doubt that. It is.
0: <laughs> Haven't you seen it, Jeff? I've seen parts of it at your house.
2: <laughs> I've never, never actually <laughs> seen Lilo and
0: Stitch. Didn't laugh. Oh, it's cute. It's cute, but didn't laugh. Sorry. It's, it's too close to E. T. Huh? I laughed more at Psycho. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that movie's hilarious.
3: Sorry. <laughs>
0: What? I kind, of, I kind of trailed off there. Meanwhile, <laughs> back at the podcast. Uh, oh, my last. this is podcast. <laughs> oh, we should get Ted Knight to do our podcast. Oh man, <laughs> too bad he died in 1986.
2: What? Yes. <laughs> oh man, he was. The, oh, he was the best yuppie villain ever. Him and then Willem Will Atherton. Atherton Wing. Not Atherton
1: Wing. Oh, um, Jeff, you should call Firefly. up. You should call up your friend uh, Ralph Garman. He can do. Yeah, you're good friends Mid-by. with those guys, right, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. K-Smith. I'm,
0: I'm in the Garmy. Ralph, Ralph Garmy Garment. Garmy Garment. Hoo-ah!
1: <laughs> Hollywood oh. Helpers. Oh! More oh, margaritas. Ooh-ah, <laughs> ooh, uh, ooh uh.
0: Well, Let's just recite their podcast
1: on our podcast. <laughs> anyway, moving along. The last movie on my list what? is... Yeah, I got a short list. All right. It's it's, this is like one of the hardest times I've ever laughed in a movie. And this is a short animated film called Rejected, which I know you've all seen and loved. And uh, this is in a short little snippet where all you see is these uh, stick figure kind of guys, and they're all wearing some sort of hat. <laughs> and you see a sign that says, Silly Hats Only. And then one guy just walks, saunters in, and he's wearing like a kind of like just a normal like kind of top hat. <laughs> he looks around, then he just smiles, and then it goes to like like a, a show type of bumper, and then it cuts back to the same room, and they're all just beating the hell out of him with baseball bats.
2: Yeah, there there was some other great random moments of violence in that whole skit. <laughs> that was the Don Hertzfeld rejected. That's the hardest I've ever laughed in the theater.
3: Yeah, I, was I, was one that. Of, I was with both you guys, Alex. You took me and Scott to see that, and that was probably the longest laugh I've had in my life. <laughs> and that was, and I know exactly which skit it was. Is it okay if I bring this up? Well, yeah. All right. It was when it was. Uh, it was the second time around when the two guys who just stand next to each other, carrying on with weird conversations, like the first one, they uh, say, "I'm like, feeling fat and sassy." Yeah, Tuesday's coming. Did you bring your coat? Yeah, so the first time around is when he gets the growth on his head. We laughed pretty hard at that, but the second time around is when all three of us ended up laughing nonstop for the next five minutes from that one sketch was when the, ah, ah," and then his eye pops, and they start bleeding on each other nonstop. (laughs) (laughs) like that... (laughs) Cut so, back and forth
1: so fast. Oh my right. so, gosh. So
2: for anybody listening in that hasn't seen this, we're, it definitely loses something in the description, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's uh, not gonna be
1: fine.
2: Look, look it up on YouTube. Don Hartsfeld rejected.
3: Extraordinary cartoon. Just go buy this DVD. It's like yeah, 10 it. bucks. It totally worth it. He, he, he sells his entire collection on a DVD, and every single one is great. Mm-hmm.
1: Billy's Balloon, uh, L'Amour. Meaning of Life. Yeah. Awesome. So,
0: oh, you guys, doing your random acts of violence? The one that I just thought of while doing this, and I mentioned um, Grand House earlier. Planet Terror, when that guy, the guy from Lost, <laughs> and he's, they're sneaking. He sticks his head around. The, he's like, "I think we're clear," and he sticks his head around the corner, and it just explodes <laughs> from, from a gunshot. Oh my god, we were not expecting that in the movie theater, and the whole audience just went nuts. And that's. Well, no, that was the first movie. So that was after like I guess 2 hours of watching and then but oh that came out of freaking nowhere and I haven't laughed that hard in a while. <laughs> His head exploded. <laughs> All right, so anything else awesome. on um, our list or leap year before we move on to our next topic? All right, I guess it's time for Neem News. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as far as news, I don't have much. I um, I guess I just have a review. Now that all the Oscar movies are coming on Netflix and Redbox and everything, so I'm starting to watch them. And for some reason, I picked the Disney one. The, I already forgot the name of it. Where he's Walt Disney and Mary Poppins,
2: Saving Mister Banks. Saving
0: Mister Banks,
1: and it was okay. That's not. Isn't, that, isn't that just like Ocean's Thirteen? <laughs> Did it Oops, capture? You broke the bank. <laughs> Did, did it capture
2: the park at all?
1: They're, they're only in Disneyland for like a little bit, so. I mean, you yeah, can Yeah, my dad is now personal best friends with Tom Hanks, the way he tells it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, they they pretty much, they meet
0: him at the front gate. And you see the front gate, and you see like Fantasyland, like on the carousel. And that's pretty much all they show of Disneyland. But I mean, Tom Hanks does a decent job as Disney. He didn't quite have the Hitler stash going for me as Disney did, but you know Jeff at gmail dot com. Um,
2: he wasn't anti-Semitic <laughs> enough.
0: You know, it's Disney movie. I don't know what I expected out of it. I just, I don't know. I like Tom Hanks. I think there is a good biopic of Walt Disney out there that needs to be made. I guess, and I thought this might be it, but nah, wasn't it? That
2: just just to talk a little bit about that, like I wonder how, how that would come about. Because you don't. want it, you want it to be most. I mean. They they take liberties, yeah. Yeah. As as long as, you know, Disney's this ultra-mega corporation, (laughs) I don't know how that movie gets made.
0: Exactly, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, well, they can't make an honest version. Anyone would trust coming, the only one who would make it would be Disney, and how could you trust that Disney was doing it justice? Like, I I even looked after I watched it and saw, like, how much this is true about the Mary Poppins stuff, and I I don't know what you believe, on the internet, but some people say it's all lies, and then she wasn't, without spoiling it, like, they said, no, this stuff didn't happen, and... She was crying for different reasons, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> so, whatever. Anyway, I mean, if you're interested in that stuff, like I, you know, I grew up watching Mary Poppins and stuff. So it was cool to see some of that stuff. But um, that's it. And as Scott mentioned last week, um, I'm just watching House of Cards and got to keep recommending it. I think that was Scott who said that. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Certainly continue watching. Me. <laughs> continue watching it. Watching it. Really good show. Walking Dead. Last episode this week, and then I think Game of Thrones is right around the corner.
2: Woo-hoo.
0: So oh, let's nerd it up. The I
2: can't remember the name of the brewery, but they're about to release their <laughs> <It's> goddamn brewery. <laughs> they're about to release their yearly Games of Thrones, Game of Thrones beer. It's gonna be an ale this year uh, for anybody that follows that kind of thing.
0: Speaking of beers, if you happen to live in Southern California area, you got to go to Bootleggers and get Knuckle Sandwich. Right.
2: Or, go, or the
1: Golden Chaos.
0: Nope, Knuckle Sandwich. Golden,
1: golden Chaos. Golden Chaos is good. I've never had a Knuckle Sandwich.
0: Because it's always sold out because it's so goddamn good. That's why. Plug for bootleggers. Go. Do they sell St. Anki? I don't know. But my brother and I were there this weekend and chicks galore. Except these chicks were from rugby teams. And I use the term chick loosely. <laughs> Jeff dot com. So they were all over you, huh? Yeah, no, I was I was there for this. Oh, that's right, you were there, Scott. <laughs> yeah, there was um, some manly women there, <laughs> but there were also some womanly women there. There were there were some giant fake boobies. Some some matronly women. <laughs> matronly. Meanwhile, <laughs> all right, Scott. News.
2: Okay, I've got uh, several things here. Uh, uh, drop start. It on us. I'll start with the. The Hercules trailer that just came out today or yesterday, starring The Rock, and I'm on record as saying I loves me some Rock. Um, the trailer <laughs> looks pretty ridiculous, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The premise is they actually going to have Hercules do the twelve labors. Thank so you. <laughs> it shows him fighting the lion, which is going to be cool, whatever. It shows him fighting a bunch of CGI monsters. Uh, at one point, he yells out, "I am Hercules," and it's pretty hilarious. Mm-hmm. But they, they've got him wearing he- this.
0: Is he dubbed like Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> I am Hercules.
2: You're Hercules. I'm very Where are the horses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: so
2: So uh, he he's got a long wig on, uh, which is weird for The Rock. Um, but at one point he's wearing the the Nemean Nemean
1: Nemean lion. Yeah. He's wearing the Nemean lion belt. Nemean. And it looks
2: so ridiculous that it actually comes around to being awesome.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> I agree. Uh,
2: I, I kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to see it. Uh, we'll, we'll see though.
1: It uh, yeah. looks better than that other shitty Hercules 3D movie that already that, came out. Uh, blonde, blue-eyed, white boy playing. Well, I like,
2: like, I like that what? this Hercules um, is far, is. They don't have him fighting in an arena, as far as I can tell.
1: And he doesn't have a goddamn lightning sword like they did in Prometheus and
0: last Hercules. So a Samoan Hercules is better than a white Hercules.
2: Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. All right. Gee, he's got a well, beard. Well, they gave, well,
2: gave him, they gave him the wig. Okay, and a beard. Rock's got a wig. You throw a wig on anybody (laughs) and they can be Hercules. Like Kevin Sorbo.
1: Not like Lou Ferrigno. That was all him. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so, um,
2: moving on to my next piece of news. I guess Prometheus 2 is pretty much confirmed.
1: Electric Boogaloo?
2: Boo! No. Uh... (laughs) So, I was talking a little bit about this with the somebody else uh. i i love the set design well,
0: who else scott- do you talk to you don't talk to anybody else
2: okay i was talking to myself about this <laughs> <laughs> uh, per- <laughs> i you know with, it's ridley scott i love the set design he always knocks that right out of the park like i've said before go back and watch blade runner like the sets and the setting are are amazing um so that's good Score's pretty good Michael Fassbender is always good, and he's good in that. Then everything else pretty much falls apart for me after that, as far as the first Prometheus goes. So I you know, I, I can't be too excited about another one. Uh, maybe he gets a little more right. Not as far as the mythology goes, but just as having a good uh, scythe, something that stacks up against his previous works anyways. Um, so that's Prometheus 2 um, no idea when that's coming out probably not for another couple of years at this point if they just hopefully never yeah, like, that could be it um, they were kind of going back and forth on whether he was going to do an updated Blade Runner or the second Prometheus um, I kind of I kind of hope that the Blade Runner thing doesn't happen uh, okay. Especially-
0: sorry to interrupt but Ridley Scott is done what was the last good thing he did Top Gun
2: that was no, Tony, that was Scott. Tony, Scott, Tony oh, Scott. Too soon. Yeah, good, good one, Alex.
0: No, but seriously, when is the last time released Scott did
3: something? I was gonna say Black Hawk Down.
2: Black Hawk Down was really good.
3: He's uh, done. done. I liked American Gangster and Body of Lies. American but, Gangster was good, but I I heard Robin Hood was it's mediocre. Fun. I didn't yeah. really like. I, I'm with Scott on Prometheus. I didn't like a good. I'm, I didn't see a good year. I didn't like Kingdom of Heaven. And now we're going really far back. I liked Magic yeah. Men. I liked Black Hawk Down. Then we're then we're into the '90s. Oh,
1: he did Magic Men. That was him. Yeah.
3: Oh, that was a good movie. I really like that.
1: Yeah, I, d- I didn't like Robin Hood, by the way. it's yeah. terrible. Men in Tights. It's pretty bad. That is pretty bad. Yeah. It's no, I love Men in Tights. <laughs> you sure do. And stuff. I like. And
2: <laughs> I like the <Cooper> movie too.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, it sucks to say because the guy made some of the you know our favorite movies of all time. And then you yeah. just see. I don't know if it's. Him, or is, if he just gets managed out I, by you I know new young producers telling him to do something? I think, or? Just,
1: I think he psychs himself out. There's a little bit in the DVDs for Legend where uh, Ridley Scott was talking about why he changed the score from a classical score to the Tangerine Dream score that we all know and love. Whew. was because he went to one of the screenings and he saw... He, well, he heard that the audience wasn't really, like, responding to it, and they were, like, laughing at inappropriate moments, and he's like, oh, my gosh, it must be the music. We've got to change this up. Uh, so I think he just psychs himself up.
2: Uh, Legend, yeah. by the way, is a rough watch.
1: Nowadays, yeah. That is
2: a rough watch. I recommend it.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I saw will, uh... it. I will say uh, that the the if you ha- have the version that has the classical score in it instead of the Tangerine Dream one, it's a lot better. It's really cool. I can
3: believe it. And Speaking- also, Alex, I think your I think your theory is right because you think about how many fucking director's cuts he's had for Alien and Blade Runner. <laughs> Jeebus. He's Like, oh, I I have to get back to this, and I I've got to do it better. Yeah, the
1: Blade Runner she was one. only thirteen years
3: old. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You blew the bloody doors off. off.
2: She was only 13 years old.
0: It's kind of nice. like Dick Donner. That guy has gone to shit, too. I heard he does like smoke? smoke. Yeah, he does. What was the... Like time Machine and... 16 you know, Watts.
3: That was the yeah. director thing. <laughs> yeah, it was 2006. Uh, well, so I guess he kinda... Before that, he did Timeline. Good lord. Uh,
0: that's,
3: what, that's what I meant.
0: I said Time Machine. I meant Timeline. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, sorry. same quality.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Mike, do you have anything?
3: Any Yeah, yeah, just two little things. I'm uh they were just a couple weeks away from the um I thought you were going to say I'm never coming back on this podcast. <laughs> a couple weeks, a couple weeks away from me handing in my official letter of resignation. <laughs> a couple weeks away from the first half of the final season of Mad Men cuz AMC is pulling an AMC where they're like, "Yeah, it's a final season." two final seasons. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think about that? Cuz I mean, I I'm, I kind of hated that they did that with Breaking Bad, but in the end I was kind of okay with it. I don't know. It's well, he's... some marketing bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I know. But the 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 plus side, at least in the case of Breaking Bad, is there were there did end up being a few more episodes than with a standard season size.
1: Is he finally going to jump off the building like they do in the cartoon at the beginning of every episode?
3: Yeah, he first covers himself in toner so it looks right. <laughs> he goes in blackface and then jumps off Banjo! <laughs> and
2: just jumps
0: off. <laughs> banjo.
2: As as long as these shows get to end the way they want to end, I think in the long run it's okay. It sucks when you're waiting for, you know, a year at a time or like a year yeah. and a half between seasons or even two years sometimes. Like how mad men went. But as long as long as they get to end the way they want to. You don't have to like put together some contrived bullshit.
3: In the end, I do think they are—they're probably going to get the ending they want because the nice thing is that, with uh, Matthew Wiener has said on the record that every season, Wiener. <laughs> that guy, every at the end of every Mad Men season, he writes it as if it's the last season he ever gets to work on. So he kind of has a semi-wrap up. He doesn't do cliffhangers. Okay. Which was always kind of cool, but this time around, he knows it's the last one, so he's going to do a, however much he wants to wrap it up is what's going to happen next so, year.
0: So <laughs> big red, topless, all episode long.
3: Sure. <laughs> wow! What an ending. Give Push the fans the what up. they. <laughs> give the fans what they want to see. And uh, and then my my last thing is uh, I I guess a review, a short review. I saw Jobs, the Ashton Kutcher movie. Okay. Jobs movie. And I feel like it's it is it was a waste because Ashton Kutcher was it turns out was the perfect person to play Steve Jobs and the movie was not written well at all.
2: When you when you say that he was perfect, you mean he was an unlikable asshole?
3: Yeah. And the thing is <laughs> that's funny and the thing is like he in preparing for the role, he watched hundreds of hours of the guy and got his body language down perfectly. His hair and eyes naturally look just like the guy, so he, he has the right look. He put in the hours, and so he was the and yeah, and he naturally does have the certain dickish qualities. So he was the right guy for the role, and he took the role because here's a Steve Jobs movie. I want to do it, dude. Where's my role? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope. And then Let's stay. Yeah, that was good. And then, and then the movie. It's like it wasn't a bad movie. But it was in very, every single actor was actually great. But for the things that make a movie other than the actors, it was not very good. So it was a waste.
1: Set design was crap.
3: I've seen okay, it too. Set design that. was okay. But for the things that I care about, for story, story was was not good. And it was. Historically inaccurate in ways that you could figure out if you spent half an hour researching. It's not even like it's not even nerd knowledge. It's really it's like Wikipedia knowledge they got wrong.
1: Was <laughs> Steve Jobs punching Hitler?
3: <laughs> Funny you should they bring got... that up.
0: <laughs> I'm glad like I read the biography and I'm glad they got the part that he stinks down. Like
3: he had, he didn't wash himself, that goddamn hippie. And they yeah got... <laughs> yeah, he, he thought like his natural scent was fine or something or they <laughs>
0: Yeah, and he worked at Atari. They made him work the night shift because he smelt so bad and he was hard yeah. to get along with.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they, it, it's funny because, like, the things that they got wrong, I think, missed out on either bigger asshole moments or more interesting moments, like when he screwed the other Steve out of the money for a breakout, the game yeah. breakout. Yeah. In the, in the movie, they just had him lie about how much money – they were going to get paid, which is, seems more realistic, but the real Steve Jobs convinced the other Steve that, you know, even though you did all the work, I should get 90% of the money. And he successfully convinced him. See, isn't that more interesting? <laughs> yeah. And also much more dickish? Steve Jobs is a fucking asshole. There, I yep. said it.
1: <laughs> Go to hell, you old bastard. <laughs> Sorry, there. <bear. laughs> Moving along, moving along. All right, are we done? Anything else? I got a possible infuriating uh, juicy tidbit. How okay. juicy? Oh, it's pretty juicy. Uh, they're thinking of reinvigorating the Indiana Jones franchise. Nope. And uh, there's rumors that Bradley nope. Cooper is going to star as Indiana Jones.
0: Nope. Nope.
2: At least it's not it's not that that Shia LaBeouf.
1: I remember that that was a thought for a while. Again, nope. I get I woke up angry this morning listening to that. I got
2: nothing against Bradley Cooper, but let's That's not do that. Give
3: him his own it's franchise, right?
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Come Tom up with something new, assholes. Tom, Call Tom it like Selleck should come back as Indiana Jones. Call it.
0: Bradley Cooper should be in the remake of Leap Year and he should fucking play Hail Masters. <laughs> there, I
1: fucking said it.
2: <laughs> Drop the mic again, Jeff.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he should, he's got to bulk up to Roddy Roddy
0: Piper status. Yeah, but if they wanted to redo something, do something that was terrible. Don't, do, don't redo something that was fucking perfect. What? Fuck. Leap year was perfect, my friend. <laughs> Sorry.
3: Well, Sorry. hey, let, let Bradley Cooper remake Indiana Jones 4.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 or do that. You're right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll accept that.
2: You can play all the parts.
1: <laughs> Even the CGI Gopher, yes, especially oh, the CGI Gopher. God damn!
0: I'm gonna start a Facebook page, uh, Bradley Cooper as Hailmasters. dot com, not dot com. It's on Facebook. Facebook. So on dot com. hashtag uh, montage hashtag <laughs> Lady Eye Patch Laser Eyes hashtag mm-hmm. Bobby Orr done.
1: Hot shot first. Hot shot first. First. <laughs> shot. All right.
0: So I guess that's the cue here. All right. Um. So I guess we're done with this episode. Um. Before we leave, we'll talk about uh, set up next episode. It's my turn, and I want to talk about Dawn of the Dead. No, it's not Dawn of the Dead. Shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We don't have to talk about it. Jeez. You relax. You need to chill out, Chillax, bro. Yeah. What I want to talk about is From Dusk Till Dawn. Of the Dead. <laughs> of, of the, the Dead. <laughs> from Dusk Till Dawn. And specifically, this scene. that movie is like two different movies. It's a, like a thriller suspense movie. And then uh, Salma Hayek appears. And all of a sudden, they turn into wackos. So we're talking about that scene.
2: Junk Mexicans?
0: Junk uh, <laughs> Mexicans. <laughs> Which leads to my favorite line of the movie. "What Are they wackos or something? And then... <laughs> We'll talk about that next week. So that's it. Next week, from dusk till dawn. Thanks for listening, everybody, and thanks for joining us today, Mike. Thanks.
1: Hot shot, bro. Hot
0: shot, bro. fucking hated Beer break. All right. Yeah,
1: beer break. I- Jeff You leave <laughs> he I guess that answers that question Yep <laughs>
2: It was just a cloud of dust And the, the headset was still hanging in the air When you said that And then it dropped Just like in the cartoons Hello Oh
0: Oh, I'm fucking hammered.
3: <laughs> okay, As I got not tell. Thanks, guys. That was hilarious. Yeah,
0: thanks, man. All right. Later, Mike. Adios.
1: April Fool's. Lapier <laughs> isn't real? <laughs> um... <laughs>